Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Welcome in. It's the STL All Local Podcast from the KMOX Newsroom covering what's happened around St. Louis. And our top local story on this Wednesday, May 17th, starting with the weather. And something you might have noticed, does the sky seem a little hazy? Let's get an explanation from KMOX meteorologist Dave Murray. Michael, lots of folks noticing some haze and kind of a milky look to the sky as we go through the afternoon and into the evening. That is coming from smoke from the wildfires in western and central Canada. They've been burning for over a month now. They're massive fires. It's been very dry up there. So that's what we're seeing. We're seeing smoke coming across the area. That will stay around tonight and into tomorrow. Thank you, Dave. The full forecast is coming up as part of Traffic and Weather Together. A crime summit today with area leaders discussing tactics behind closed doors. KMOX's Kevin Colleen was there for the aftermath. Among those attending the crime summit, St. Louis City Police Chief Robert Tracy. What did he learn? I think we're already cooperating very well. Uh, some of those things out there are always just making sure that we, we continue to do One practical idea talked about at the conference is identifying the most likely violent offenders, gathering them in a room and intervening with them, saying, we know who you are and what you're up to. We want to help you get out of this way of life. At the conference, Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. For well over a year, violence associated with short-term rentals in downtown lofts have caused major problems, shootings, fights, and general chaos for residents. As KMOX's Maria Kina reports, St. Louis police are now taking some action. Lieutenant Dan Zarek says for two weekends in a row now, there have been problems at the lofts at OPOP. Some of which are being rented out through peer-to-peer short-term rental services. We are working with the building division and property ownership to identify problem units within this building and understand the civil eviction process has been initiated. Zarek says the summer violence and cruising detail will be working to curb problems this weekend. That detail consists of added patrols from specialized units and the sheriff's department. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. The circuit attorney has left the building, and so have her legal troubles. It finally appears the legal issues that have hounded now former St. Louis circuit attorney Kim Gardner were out the door right behind her. Yesterday, the special prosecutor assigned to her contempt of court case filed for a dismissal, which was granted. Today, Attorney General Andrew Bailey filed a court motion to drop his quo warranto case to remove her from office. The contempt charge could have resulted in criminal penalties after Gardner missed a court date because she was reportedly taking classes to become a nurse. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. A U.S. District Attorney called it an absolute rampage. The FBI says 37-year-old Drew Clark broke into a home in Sular back in May of 2021. He forced a woman into the bathroom and zip-tied her. He stole a key card from that home that gave him access to the Perina building downtown. Once inside, he stole clothes from an employee locker room, boosted a car, and left the Perina building. He made it as far as 9th Street near the brewery before police caught up with him and wrestled a gun away from him. The judge gave Drew Clark 28 years and three months for carjacking three times, burglaries, and the home invasion. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. The latest entry into the race for Missouri governor is Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. He officially announced Tuesday and told 97.1 today he understands he's a relative unknown compared to Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, son of former Governor John Ashcroft. What you have to tell people is not many people knew Eric Greitens name 
um, you know, a year out before the governor's election. Not many people knew Corey Bush's name against Lacey Clay. State Senator Bill Eigel of St. Charles County is considering a run for governor, while no Democrats have yet to announce. The U.S. Supreme Court is temporarily allowing assault-style weapons restrictions in Illinois to go into effect while they consider a lawsuit against the Safety Act. The law contains provisions to limit sales of the guns, along with high-capacity magazines. Certain people, like law enforcement or military, are exempt. State courts have ruled the provisions are unconstitutional but the U.S. Supreme Court is taking up the case. Illinois lawmakers gave final passage today to establish a commission on redesigning the state flag. Senator Doris Turner says the people she's been hearing from are for it. I've gotten calls from grade schools, middle schools, high schools, uh, wanting their students to be involved. And that's a, one of the reasons why I think that this is a good piece of legislation. The commission would begin a lengthy process to decide if the current flag should be replaced, and if so, with what. Mississippi and Utah have retooled their flags in recent years. The KMOX business desk gets prison time for two elderly town clerks, two ladies who worked for the North St. Louis County town of Floridale Hills. 68-year-old Maureen Woodson is sentenced to 18 months in prison and 76-year-old Donna Thompson to a year and a day in prison. Assistant U.S. Attorney Hal Goldsmith says they embezzled about $650,000 over six years. I would say the majority of them went to gambling um, at casinos and online, the two of them, and then much of the money went just for their personal expenses, rental, entertainment, restaurants. Golds, Goldsmith says the pair wrote more than 600 checks to themselves using forgery to bypass the required signatures of the mayor and city treasurer. As the news continues on KMOX, proof that parents will do anything for their children. At a new subdivision in St. Charles County, the homes are not even built yet and people are camping out all this week for a spot. So let's talk with a couple of those who are spending five, six days sleeping out to get their dream home. Cheryl, tell us where and why. First of all, it's Harvest Manors. It's off of a highway in. I guess you can still consider it still like St. Louis or Winsville. And the new homes, they started at like 250000 you know, so that was kind of a thing since my daughter is single. And uh, she was looking for a home so that she could get a yard for her dog. And, you know, this happened to come available. But, you know, and we've heard, she had heard about people standing in line, you know, and stuff, parking their cars and being one and two and three and stuff. And so, you know, we didn't really know that much about it. And so when she came over Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, there was a gentleman who, you know, we all got to know each other. He was number one. And she goes, oh, my, they're already starting to park cars on Monday. And we don't actually do the signing until uh, Saturday morning. So I... I didn't know anything about this, that people do this. I mean, are you aware of that? You know, I used to cover um, Black Friday when people would do it for that. You'd go to the Walmart, the Best Buy, all the different stores, and there'd be people lined up for days ahead of time. That hasn't happened for years, though. Um, but we have heard of, especially with McBride subdivisions, people yes. people yes. camping out. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, I knew absolutely nothing about it. And my daughter just happened to know about it because a friend of hers uh, purchased a McBride home a couple weeks ago. And they said that they uh, had to camp out, but they only had to camp out one night. So she was kind of expecting to, you know, camp out like, say, maybe tomorrow night, you know, for two nights, never dreaming she was going to camp out for five nights. And so because you know, the person that's number one, you know, had heard the same thing. 
so, you know, she hurried up and parked and went in and signed. And so that's why we're number two. And so that first man in line is Dale. What's his story? Well, I got here at 630 Monday morning. I was the first one in line. And uh, there was nobody here, of course. But that helped me to get the first spot in the fourth. And uh, it's been cool the first couple of days. But it's warming up today. You have to be here around the clock. And they provide food for us like morning and night. And they brought nice bathrooms in for us. So uh, we're just kind of waiting for Saturday. What was it that drove you um, to want to, was it the the specific uh, location around Lake St. Louis, the price point, a specific lot that you're interested in? Well, actually, I'm waiting here for my daughter. My daughter teaches at Timberland. And this is like five minutes from Timberland High School. And for a teacher, this was one of the few pieces of property around that was in her price point. All right, so what is all of this like? Camping out, camping in cars, uh, trying to get the home? Some of us gather up here and talk. They do have a nice uh, restroom facility, and they provide breakfast. Yesterday morning, they had donuts. Today, they had bagels. They provided pizza last night. They're going to have some kind of a dinner tonight. They have water and soda available. And, you know, for the most part, you know, like, you just talk and and stuff and then like my daughter will spend the night you know in the car and she has an air mattress and it seems like everybody you know i mean people switch off you have to stay in your car someone has to be there like i said 24 7 you know for your you know your vehicle and they people know me now they know my husband and uh you know obviously they know my daughter so, um, yeah, she spends the night, and then when she has to go to work, one of us uh, gets dropped off, and we come up and stay. You have to have somebody from your party in on site. So I've been staying in the car for the past two nights. My family's going to spell me out tonight, so somebody else is going to spend the night tonight so I can go home. But they come by, and they try to uh, give me a chance to go home, change my clothes, and come back and maybe grab a bite to eat or whatever. So I can ready for another day. She needs a, uh, she wanted a home, you know, a smaller home and she wants a yard because she has a puppy and she wants to be able to take her doggy out, you know, and run around in the you know grass because right now she's in a townhouse. And by the way, this is not even camping out for a home that these folks have actually seen. Uh, only thing I can tell you about it is they're about 12 months to uh, 18 months from the house being per, you know, put your contractor offer in until it's actually built. So, like, for example, if you're standing out here right now like I am, you're looking out here at an open field with drainage pipes that haven't even put foot in the ground. This is a long way from being built. The thing is, though, I mean, and that's why so many people right now, I believe, are camping out because there's a sign on the wall that's starting Sunday. The prices of, you know, the townhouses, the homes, they're all going up by 25000 Five minutes from my daughter's school, price points she thinks she can afford. There's not many options. Everything else out here is a lot more expensive than that. That's the bottom line from Dale and Cheryl, the first two people in line for a new subdivision near Lake St. Louis by McBride Homes, waiting for their children. You can subscribe to the STL All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts for twice-daily updates.